Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock. I'm Lewis Butko. A beautiful day to get outside and enjoy your Easter Sunday. Right now it's 10 degrees. Coming up, the Burgoyne Bridge causing a headache for drivers and regional staff alike. The NRP are searching for a man who tried to grab a senior's purse outside a bank in Niagara Falls, and the Pope using his Easter vigil to pray for peace. All that and more, but first, to check on CKTV Time Saver Traffic. NAG Regional Police reporting an accident-free drive on the region's in-town roads. However, their Burgoing Bridge in St. Catharines has been closed in both directions to all pedestrian and vehicle traffic. More on that in a second. Local highways moving along problem-free at the border. There's a 15-minute wait at the Rainbow Bridge heading into the U.S. Coming back into Canada, you'll find a 15-minute wait at the Peace Bridge. And over the Wild Canal, the Queenston Street Bridge in St. Catharines is unavailable at this time. In the news, commuters who choose Burgoing Bridge as their main route in and out of downtown St. Catharines will have to find another way for at least the next few days, if not longer. Sunday morning, drivers found the bridge out of commission. The region's senior transportation project engineer, Jason Marr, told CKTV the project team received a report last night about areas of concern around the existing force main and pumping stations. The recommendation was to close the bridge immediately, so we uh, had our project team uh, convene on site and uh, basically made a quick evaluation of of the the, the scenario and then decided that and you know in the matter of uh, public safety was the, the the best thing to do. When asked if the investigation finds the bridge could be permanently unsafe and have to be closed, Mar said, "There's a chance." Construction started last month on a new bridge to replace the current 100-year-old structure. Niagara Regional Police looking for a suspect after an attempted robbery outside of Niagara Falls Bank Saturday. Police say a 60-year-old woman was leaving a bank on Queen Street Saturday night when a man grabbed her and tried to steal her purse. A struggle ensued and the woman's 58-year-old companion came to her aid where he was then assaulted by the suspect who then fled on foot without the victim's purse and was last seen running in the area of Bridge Street and Victoria Avenue. The male is described as white between 20 and 30 years of age, medium build, 160 to 170 pounds with a scruffy face. Anyone with additional information is asked to contact police or Crime Stoppers. A pair of Grimsby teenagers are facing drug charges after allegedly being caught with a substantial amount of drugs. Police say two men were found in the area of the Elizabeth Street Pump House in Grimsby and found to be in possession of a large quantity of both marijuana and hash. An officer conducting foot patrol originally arrested them for simple possession, but further search led to 453 grams of marijuana and 689 grams of hash. As a result of the investigation, 19-year-old Tyler Patton and 18-year-old Jonathan Stenhouse, both of Grimsby, are facing charges. Reuben Hurricane Carter, the former American boxer who spent almost 20 years in jail after twice being convicted of a triple murder he denied committing, has died at his home in Toronto. His longtime friend and co-accused John Artis says Carter's death is a big loss. It's a big loss to, to um, those who are in institutions that have been wrongfully convicted. Um, he dedicated uh, the remainder of his life once he was, or we were released from the institution or from prison, uh, to fighting for the cause of those who have been wrongfully convicted and such. Carter was 76 years old. Several defense lawyers in Ontario say their clients are unable to properly defend themselves in court because they are starving while at the courthouse. Lawyer Scott Reed says prisoners are well-fed while at jails or detention centers, but when they are brought to court, lunch is usually a small plain hamburger, a bologna sandwich, or just a granola bar. 
He and other defense lawyers say it's insufficient for people on multi-week trials and prisoners sometimes fall asleep or are unable to pay attention to evidence presented because they are hungry. And thousands packed St. Peter's Square this morning to celebrate Easter Sunday with Pope Francis. Buona e Santa Pasqua. Wishing onlookers happy Easter from his balcony in St. Peter's Square, Pope Francis urged humanity to overcome the scourge of hunger, made worse, he said, by conflict and wastefulness. The Pope called for more care for those struck by the Ebola epidemic in West Africa and for prayer for peace in Syria, the Middle East and other conflict zones. The Pope made the appeal after leading his second open-air Easter Mass in St. Peter's Square. Megan Williams, ABC News, Rome. For more news in Niagara, go to 610ckTV.com or text us anytime with your comments and news tips at 61010. Your weather is next. From the 610 CKTV Satellite Weather Center, today mainly sunny, a high of 16 degrees, a bit cooler on the lakes, a UV index of 6 or high. Tonight, a few clouds, low dropping to 7 degrees. Monday, mainly sunny, increasing cloudiness in the afternoon, a high of 20 degrees. Tuesday, cloudy, 6% chance of showers and a high of 13. And Wednesday, sunny and a high of 10 degrees. Right now, it's 10 degrees. I'm Lewis Budko. News next at 1 o'clock. Jim Fannin has everything you need to know about the Burgoyne Bridge. Miser Daly is live and in studio and the Jim Fannin Show. And it all starts now on News Talk 610 CKTV. Live from 12th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Dally in the booth with Camps. Nicely done. Sounding really nice. Camps got everything wired up. Got his A-game in today. On the Sunday show with Fannin. Sounding nice. 
Happy Easter Sunday to you. Live from a very busy 12 Yates Street, man. The cars are going by. The bridge is closed. The residents of Yates Street cannot be happy about the traffic that's coming down there now. Got a great show planned for you today. Nicely done, kids. Miser Dally, Jay Ash, Kai Lamb, Graham Morley, and Jay Beatty. Studs. Straight up. Nicely done, boys. Alex Karnick comes in today. He's the chief economic writer for the Reconstruction Data. These guys are supplying data and was the source of the first... CKTB is breaking all your news. Where are you going to go when you find out the bridge is closed? To the radio. Who else? They broke the story. Tommy broke the story about Port Place being being deferred. They called him and said, yeah, call us in the spring of 2015. So he's coming up. He wrote a report on Niagara and St. Catharines that I posted on the Facebook and tweeted all over the place. You want to get hooked up to the social media at 610CKTB for sure. And possibly check out my Facebook webpage for breaking news like Friday, Tommy was off. friend of mine said, the pile driving has stopped on the bridge. Really? Did some digging, talked to the project manager, invited him for a buttermilk chicken waffle sandwich at the mansion house. He couldn't talk to me. The official word came from the city. They wrapped it up for the long weekend, for Easter, except, wait a second, you quit a week ago or more. Ten days was. Word on the street is, well, safety concerns is the official word from the region. I've also heard in the back channels, it's all speculation at this point, I suppose, but some sewer problems with the driving shifted, and we had some sewer issues, and that was a concern. Either way, I walked the bridge this morning. (laughs) And one of my stories in life, you know, sometimes they're lies, you get to believe them, but I don't like being up in the air that high, man. On a ladder, I'm a nervous wreck. But I walked that bridge today, and 100 feet off the water does not feel natural to me, and either does that bridge. Go to my Facebook page to see some of the photos I took today. I'm not being sensationalist, but... I mean, the railings are rusted and separated. I did notice a rippling all the way across the bridge. I've never walked it before with no traffic. Took some pictures of it. I'm not sure if you can pick it up on my iPhone, but definitely the you see the ripples all the way across the bridge. I don't know if that's natural or new or what, but... So check out the Facebook page. You can check us out on Twitter. Butko's on it. He's talked to the region. So we'll take your calls on that first. Then we got Alex Carrick coming up. And then after 1 o'clock, we're going to talk to Dana Larson from Sensible BC. We're going to give some attention to the legalization movement out west. If there's one thing you get from 420 today... 
I don't care if you get high or not. I hope you get that hemp is far more useful than just to smoke. I hate when they cross that over. Weed and pot and hemp. Industrial hemp. If you, It doesn't matter what you're feeling like, what condition you're suffering from. Shoot hemp oil in your diet every day. You will not be sorry. It's the best thing you can eat. Essential fatty acids. Everyone's talking about it. Forget your fish. It's garbage. It's farmed. Heavy mercury in it. Hemp oil. You can get it anywhere. Shoot it in you. If you're arthritic, you'll notice it right off the bat. So if there's anything you get from 420 from me today, it would be you can change the way you feel by shooting a super organic supplement in your diet every day, and it's called hemp oil. I get the nuts, too. They taste good. So we got a, we got a slam and pack show. At the end of the show, we're going to go to a Miser Dally. They're going to come in. Formerly Mrs. J, Mrs. Johnston. I've been Facebooking it. We had a hole in the show to fill last night. They came in late. Appreciate it. Some of them look like they haven't slept. One of them definitely looks like he just rolled out of the rack. Rock stars in the house. So we've got some 420 for you today. And happy Easter. Did you catch church today? I got the coolest church, man. You know what I learned in church today? Like, that Jesus dude, Camps, if you could ever come back, man. I mean, I know it wasn't a great time to live. I like where I live right now. I think I got purpose right here in this time. of the. But to walk with Jesus would have been the coolest thing, no? Like, he was doing some pretty wicked stuff. I know you can't talk to me, Camps. I'm teasing you. He's got all the bands set up over here. So Jesus says, like... It doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. That dude walked the earth, right? Okay, so we can establish that. Then he said, he did a whole bunch of crazy, crazy stuff. Then he said, I'm coming back. I'm going up on that piece of wood, and I'll come back. And even his own brother. I learned today his own brother didn't believe he was God until he actually came back and said, James. And he went, like, dude, you are God. (laughs) So happy... Easter to you. I am Jim Fannin. Oh, there we go. Andy P, hit me quick. i got to hit a break soon. Well, Jim, just this, that um, at, at, at Public Works we talked about, wouldn't it be easier to just demolish this bridge? Uh, we're sinking millions into it a year to keep it up. Demolish it and rebuild. There's millions in the, to be saved by building the new bridge without that thing in the way. It's clear now it's unsafe. You, you brought it to our attention. Contractors won't even walk across it. So we've got to bite the bullet, start planning traffic to Glendale and to 4th Avenue, figure out uh, how we're going to get this new bridge up as quickly and obviously as safely as possible, and bite the bullet and make the right decision. Putting more money to keep this thing up, who trusts it anymore anyway, Jim? So thanks for bringing it to our attention, and uh, let's just do the right thing. Yeah, well, Andy, I just fell into it. I lucked into it the other day at a buddy of mine's place. He owns a rental at the top of the street there. And your listeners too, Jim. Great. Thanks, Andy, for the call. Sorry, I forgot to dump you. I usually do that, so you don't have to interrupt me on the way out. This is the Jim Fannin Show. we got a packed show for you today. Happy 420. The month is four. The day is 20. And if you smoke weed, you're a happy guy today. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about the bridge. Talking about the economic opportunities to face Niagara and St. Catharines here. Alex Carrick is in with us. 
couple segments from now. We'll take take your calls on the bridge if you got anything more on it after this on 610 CKTV. That is Greg Campania on the board. Genius of you to listen. Solid programming. I love this. Happy 420. Happy Easter Sunday to you. I have a bird in the brine, camps. It is sweet ass. Just a little one. Maybe 10-pounder. Here's the brine secret. Easiest thing you can do to treat your meat. Yes. Three-quarter cup iodine-free coarse salt, maybe salt, whatever. Use the good gray salt. Good minerals in that stuff. Three-quarter cup sugar. Boiling cup of water or two, maybe. Dissolve it up. Pour it over to a gallon of cold water. Add a couple, 
maybe a tablespoon of cracked pepper. That is it. That's soak it. I'm going on 24 hours with my baby bird. <sighs> Love being at the top of the food chain. Happy 420 to you. Happy Easter Sunday. It's a good day. My Zadali in the booth. We're going to interview them at the end of the show. But the breaking news is the bridge. So you know we're always open phones. Hit me up. Got another segment here, and then we're going to Alex Carrick at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about his report on Niagara and St. Catharines, the opportunity that we that we face. It's right in front of us. One eight seven seven six ten CKTB pound six ten on the Bell Mobility Network is a free call. Text six ten ten. Thanks for the sermon, rootsy sounding bunch you got there. Thank you, whoever you are, texter. Do an LSD show again, Jimmy. I didn't do a show on LSD. We talked about psychedelic drugs one day. So, breaking news weeks ago was, as we guessed, Port Dalhousie is a hole in the ground. It looks like hell. We went down the wrong road, possibly. You know, I was I was against the tower. Then you have to get behind the tower when it's a locked thing after the OMB. And then, now look at it. McConnell broke the news story first, followed it up himself, and we had the story first, just like the bridge. Lewis Butko on the way to work today, genius. 5.21, it's like I got up for his tweet. 12 minutes after he tweeted it, I'm up, and now I can't get back to sleep. What? You mean what we talked about when I covered for Tommy on Good Friday? There might be some legitimacy to the concerns of the contractors that won't even walk over the bridge? I don't want to be sensational, but I walked over it today. Creepy. Preston Haskell put uh, was my first caller on Friday. He's he took the pictures of the rivets and the zippers and the cross members that they've tried to patch this thing together with. Maybe we need to take it down because they're about to drive four hundred pieces of steel hundred and fifty feet into the earth. <laughs> it's gonna take them a year. The existing piers are wood and go down 40, 50 feet to bedrock and then mushroom. Or they drove them in, then they pour concrete over them. The new piers are driving 50 feet below the bedrock. And they just started. And now, after telling us officially on Thursday, when I just fell on this story, literally... that they were just shutting down for the holiday weekend, give people a break. Meanwhile, they'd stop a week or more ago before that. So they'd come on with us Monday and talk to us about it. The region talked to Butko today. (laughs) Just tell me the truth, man. I guess everything's media. Everything's politics, right? Nah, nah, we just shut down for the long weekend. Okay. 
Yeah, actually, it's not safe. Let's close it. I might have been the last guy to walk over that bridge. You know, maybe that's the next thing. What Now we got to wait a two-month assessment from an engineer on this thing? What do we do in the meantime? Maybe the plan was pull it down first, man. You can't maintain the integrity of a hundred-year-old bridge or however old that thing is. Driving 21st century steel down hundreds of feet into the... Ah. Up next, Alex Carrick is the chief economist of Reed Construction Data. He did a report on St. Catharines and Niagara. We'll talk to him right after this in 610 CKDB. Long, 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 long time ago, before the wind before the snow, lived a man, lived a man I know, with a freak of nature named Sir Psycho. Sir Psycho, sexy, that is me. But we love him so Ow! He's a freak of nature But we let him go Deep inside the Garden of Eden Standing there with my heart on bleeding Got the devil in my There's some demons in my semen Good God, no, that could be treason Believe me, Eve, she gave good ring for Looking too good not to be squeezing People, people, all of the little people She gonna take a good street to receive Walking, I don't hang up until I please her Making her feel like an overachiever Take it away for a minute just to tease her Then I give it back a little bit deeper Sussico, sussico, yeah He's the man that I met one time Sussico, sussico, yeah He's the man that'll leave you blind Sussico, sussico, yeah He's the man, he's the man is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 61010. Jim Fannin, Miser Daly playing the live bumpers. We'll be back. We'll get back to the bridge if you want later. Go until 2 o'clock today. No province. Live radio here. It is 1236 on the phone with me right now. Alex Carrick, Chief Economist with Reconstruction Data. Thanks for taking the time on a holiday weekend, Alec. Oh, yeah, you're welcome, Jim, and uh, happy Easter to you. And yourself. Now tell me about the report you wrote regarding St. Catharines and Niagara and our future outlook? Well, the, uh, the St. Catharines Niagara, as, as you're well aware, I'm sure, is it doesn't actually rate that highly in terms of its current labor market. 
It's uh, somewhere around 28th to 30th among all of Canada's 33 census metropolitan areas because year-over-year employment growth is uh, down slightly and uh, the unemployment rate is quite high. But I I wouldn't uh, be too pessimistic uh, of, about the outlook because I do believe that uh, there are quite a number of reasons for thinking that uh, the region will do better in the years ahead, and it's tied to uh, factors such as seniors are looking for a, a great place to retire, and, and certainly the Niagara region is one of those. And also the U.S. economy is doing much better than a lot of people uh, might know. I mean, we've heard about how it's, it's improving, but it's, it's doing better than that, frankly. Uh, and I, I can get into that more, if you like, a little yeah. bit. No, I'm interested. I'm great, great open. Thank you very much. I wonder what you see as what's missing for Niagara. What's kept us, I'm a realtor here by trade, have been for 25 years. My comparison to the big cities, not that we're a big city, but there's not a better deal in real estate an hour from Toronto in southwestern or southern Ontario, period. What do you see as a missing link for us here to bring us to the Burlington level of the you know the bedroom communities a little bit more than we see and put some pressure upward on our real estate prices? Well, uh, the thing that's really kept the region down is is the population. There really has not been the increase in population that there have been in other parts of Canada, and this is kind of a kind of a mystery. Uh, people don't understand that the population of St. Catharines, Niagara, Welland, they're they're all lumped together in what's called a census metropolitan area, and the total population is about four hundred thousand. That's a sizable number of people. It's just that it's spread around between several different uh, cities. Like uh, 400,000, that's comparable to Halifax. Uh, I don't know that most people would understand that that, uh, St. Catharines, Niagara is as big as Halifax. It's bigger than Victoria. It's bigger than Oshawa. It's not quite as big as uh, London or Kitchener, but it's not far off. It's bigger than Windsor, like... uh, St. Catharines, Niagara is a border crossing that's, that's actually got more people than, than the Windsor area. Of course, both cities are somewhat related because of uh, their ties to the auto sector. But the problem is that the population hasn't really been increasing. So over the last 10 years, St. Catharines, Niagara combined over those 10 years, the population has only increased by 3%. In the resource parts of Canada, Calgary's population, for example, has increased by 30%. Saskatoon's, it's increased by 20%. So for whatever reason, and I think part of it is the the manufacturing base, uh, people just have not been gravitating to St. Catharines, Niagara. But uh, as I said in the report, just even driving there and and seeing skyscrapers, I couldn't believe it. The last time that I drove to the region, I had to do something in, uh, in Niagara Falls, and I looked, I was on the Queen Elizabeth Way, and I looked to my left, and there are skyscrapers there. And, of course, the downturn in, in the economy, the recession, really hurt a lot of that activity. Uh, the people coming here for recreational purposes and to stay and gamble and, uh, and uh, take part in the entertainment, that, that has not uh, – there were a number of years where, where that sector was, was quite weak. Now, but this you, is turning around. Right. Now, you say it's a little bit of a mystery – why we haven't seen the population growth, and I'll say the same thing to you. Yeah, what's wrong? What's missing? Because we have 
beautiful parks close to the border, close to Toronto. We've got safe, well-looking communities, a low crime rate, two great schools. I mean, again, I just want to go back. You say it's a little bit of a mystery, but what do we do to attract people to the area then? I mean, we already have the best deal in real estate, you know, this close to Toronto. Um, you know, GO has been a huge thing that uh, the Niagara movement's trying to get behind the GO train because it doesn't exist only uh, twice a day in the summer. Uh, I know that would have a huge effect, but can you point to anything outside of that? I think it's just the recession. I, it, you know, the, we've, had a, we've had a tough time the recession was uh, 2008, 2009, and, and that just cut off uh, an awful lot of economic activity. Going forward, uh, it's the seniors' population. Uh, the baby boomers were born between uh, 46 and uh, approximately 66. So the first baby boomers are starting to reach retirement age now. And when you look around the country, you look at uh, places that would be attractive to retire to, and I would make the case and make the point that uh, St. Catharines, Niagara is somewhat comparable to the Okanagan Valley in British Columbia. And the Okanagan region is just lovely, as is St. Catharines, Niagara, because uh, a little bit further south, you know, the, you got the, the fruit growing, a climate that's conducive to growing fruit, it's, uh, and certainly pretty. I mean, it's, uh, and, and a lot of people do find the area attractive, Niagara-on-the-Lake, the winery tours, all the things that would appear, uh, appeal to seniors, uh, you've got it. So as that demographic, uh, as the older age demographic uh, continues to expand, I, I would think that your region would pick up. The, uh, the proportion of seniors in the population right now is about 15%. That's going to go to 25% by uh, 2025. So that's a growing demographic, and, and they're going to be looking for really desirable places to relocate. Alex Carrick is my guest. He's the chief economics for Reed Construction Data, and he's got a couple reports out, but the last one came out. He was report specifically on St. Catharines and Niagara. Actually made the trip down here. First time in a little while. We'll hold you all over, Alex, for another segment. And take your calls if you like, 905-688-2582. One eight seven seven six ten CKTV pound six ten of the Bell Mobility Network, or you can text straight into the booth six ten ten. It's twelve forty three right here on six ten CKTV.
has changed. Watch their bodies. No room for makeup. I think he's tasted. Tasted the washer. for good, fast, and convenient, and we're listening. Niagara's most qualified service team is led by our eight master and grandmaster technicians. 19-minute oil changes are the norm. That's fast. And announcing our new extended express service hours, 8 till 8 Monday to Thursday, until 4 on Saturdays. It's your choice. You can pick good, fast, and convenient, or you can pick the other guys. Just call us in St. Catharines at 935 there. Gord Singleton here. With vacations and road trips on the horizon, add more to your getaways with the performance of Michelin tires, like the new Michelin Premier AS tire, which stops short on wet roads than leading competitors' brand new tires. Plus, get a $70 mail-in rebate when you buy a set of four Michelin tires. Offer ends May 24th. Michelin, a better way forward. Available at Niagara Battery and Tire, Welland, St. Catharines, and Niagara Falls. Visit NiagaraBatteryAndTire.com. Niagara Battery and Tire. Get cool savings on bottom mount fridges at Nickerson Appliances. For a limited time, save up to $500 instantly on select bottom mount fridges from KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and Maytag. French doors, four doors, exterior ice, and water dispenser models included. Save up to $500 on select fridges from KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and Maytag. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. The most important name on your appliances. Nickerson, 50 Russell Avenue, St. Catharines. NickersonAppliances.com. One million square feet of flooring. How's that for spring inspiration? Visit the Star Tile Showroom for one million ways to update, renovate, or simply contemplate your spring decorating plans. Shop Star Tile for wood flooring, area rugs, and the best selection of natural stone and ceramic tile at wholesale savings with expert installation available. For a free estimate and plenty of inspiration to update your home this spring, visit Star Tile Font Hill on Highway 20 or shop online at startilecenter.com. When your plumbing's broken and your drains won't flow, call on Mr. Rooter, he's the plumber we all know. Ready to assist you and he really loves to serve. Mr. Rooter is the plumber you deserve. Why does a Mr. Rooter plumber knock at your door instead of ringing the bell? Because Mr. Rooter knows that in any house there may be a baby sleeping. There's a reason they call us Mr. Mr. Rooter is the plumber you deserve. One T-bone, two T-bone, three T-bone. What are you doing? Counting down to patio season. Grilling and chilling. Four T-bone. Okay, first, we need a patio. First, we visit Callas. From sleek glass panels to sturdy cedar steps, Easy Care Furniture to the largest selection of indoor-outdoor carpet in a huge variety of colors and styles, Callas Home Hardware has everything you need to make your patio party perfect. Callas Home Hardware on 4th Avenue in St. Catharines. Make it your first stop. It's the stuff what? people are talking about. Why? On Niagara's News Talk 610 CKTB. This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. 
Call now. 905-688-2582. 1-877-610-2582. Or text us at 61010. Jim Fan, happy Easter Sunday to you. 420 Alex Carrick, Chief Economics Economist with Reconstruction. It was uh, the source of the breaking story, too, is a magazine that he's associated with, about the development in Port Toulouse. Alex, tell us a little bit about the trends that you're seeing in North America and uh, specifically some that may relate to St. Catharines, Niagara region. Well, the, the thing that, uh, that's so great for Canada is that uh, we, we have two really strong things in our favor. and One is the, the incredible natural resource wealth that we've got, and the second is the strong population growth here. Uh, the population uh, north of the border, Canada, is it's growing about 1.2% a year, and that's one of the fastest rates of population growth anywhere in the world. So... And, and the second, uh, the second plus that we have, which is the population growth, is very much tied to the first. People are coming to Canada because they know that we're a place that it has a good job market. Now, St. Catharines, Niagara, uh, of course, uh, Ontario is not one of the real. Well, well, I mean, we've had we have resources in the north of the province and so on, but it's the west that really has the resources. So. We've got to count on other things. We've got to count on manufacturing, and we've got to count on our strengths here, which are academic. And you mentioned the universities and the colleges in, in, the, in the region, and that's a real plus. But there's other things that are going on. This is kind of a, a throwback period in terms of the economy where the U.S. is going to lead the world uh, probably for the next couple of years. And the U.S. is growing stronger than... I think most people realize that they have a number that comes out every Thursday, and it's called initial jobless claims. And that figure for the last couple of weeks has been down around 300,000. And at the worst of the recession, it was up around 670,000. So they have made really significant improvements, and it's starting to show up in their employment numbers. Their unemployment rate is uh, 6.7%. And one of the areas that's uh, grown the fastest has been accommodation and recreation. So that's an indication that Americans are interested in spending money to enjoy themselves again. The pursuit of fun, the pursuit of fun is back in style, and that's very positive for the St. Catharines Niagara region, uh, particularly given that the Canadian dollar uh, is down around 90 cents or 92 cents U.S. So there should be a lot of Americans uh, who would be looking to have some of that fun in Canada. And then also the, the drop in the value of the dollar also means that uh, the whole trend in retail where Canadians were going and shopping in the United States, that's turning around because it's, uh, it's Americans who get the bargains uh, if they come to Canada because of the currency effect. So it's those kinds of things that 
eventually should start to really kick in and, and provide a, a light, light the spark in, in, uh, in, the, in, in Canada as a whole and, and in the St. Catharines Niagara uh, zone. Alex Carrick is my guest. He's with Reed Construction Data. Alex, you were talking about the CMAs and how many you compare regions like Niagara to a similar size and how ranking 28 out of 30, you know, isn't the greatest. What can we focus on? What do you, you study these CMAs all over North America, I would imagine. What do you think we should be spending our time focusing on to build population and make it a destination and make it somewhere where someone would want to retire? I mean, we've got a great quality of life. We've got great real estate values. There's, you know, small town, you know, you don't have to wait in line for everything. We've got a great quality of life. I think that gets lost in it a little bit. But, you know, what factors should we be focusing on as a community to move ourselves forward quickly? Well, it's a case of... Yeah, that uh, the population growth uh, often really does tie to to jobs. Like people do gravitate to areas where there are good jobs, and and unfortunately, lately the the numbers on employment in in, in your region just are not looking that good. So it's a matter of trying to get the message out there more about what a, an attractive place it is to retire for for this aging demographic, as I say. And and all the pluses, and and uh, in the report I listed so many of them. I mean, there's just fabulous things that are going on. And then, and then there's the falls itself. Uh, it's you know one of the world class attractions. Uh, the whole region, uh, the, the cuteness of uh, of uh, of the uh, the, the honky tonk area, Niagara Falls, and so on, and the wineries and, and Niagara on the lake. I I I, I it's there. You're, you're right. You've got it. It's just a matter of of getting that uh, across to people more. And I and I definitely think that uh, the decline in the in the value of the dollar is going to help to to boost that interest. And then there's other things. Uh, for example, there's the report that uh, the Buffalo Bills may be sold, and, and and anything. You know, they they say that there's no such thing as bad publicity, and whether or not this is really a, a serious thing that might happen, but uh, I did see in the paper where there was talk about uh, if the bills are sold and depending on who buys them, that there's some possibility of trying to locate the team between uh, Buffalo and Toronto somewhere around St. Catharines. So anything like that that gets into the paper and grabs attention, that that's positive. Well, thank you for your time on a holiday weekend. I really appreciate it, and can, I really appreciate the links. You give me a heads up before the... The studies actually hit the web and stuff like that, so I really appreciate it. There was a lot of great information in there. I made it public to a lot of people. Uh, to me, you know, just talking to a guy that does this for a living and, and, and studies similar areas all over town, it's occurring for me that we've got, I think we've got nothing more than a huge identity, identity complex or a problem. You know, we don't feel good about who we are in Niagara for whatever reason. You know, there's 12 municipalities under one region, and I think sometimes we're going in different directions, and and maybe if publicizing our great real estate values and our amazing quality of life and in a semi-small town where you can still find all the amenities of the big cities, maybe it's just got a marketing problem. Maybe it just comes down to getting the word out, just like you said. Get the, You need to get the word out and tell people what a great place you live in. Well, that sounds, that sounds like it to me. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time. Alec Herrick was my guest on the phone. Thank you very much, Alex. Oh, I know it's... Uh, 
holiday weekend, so I appreciate you coming in. Thank you. My pleasure, and it's a lovely day. I hope you get to uh, get outside, Jim. Yeah, thank you very much. Take care. You can see some of the report on my Facebook wall. Touch me up at jimfannon.com. Jim at I can send you over some of his links to the reports that he's done. Right across Canada and North America. Real interesting guy, man. He watches the construction trade everywhere. <laughs> so he can tell you where it's booming and where it's not and speak to... Well, I mean, he hasn't been here in a long time. I don't know what skyscrapers he was looking at, but we haven't hit that point yet. But very impressed when he came down for the first time in a long time to write this report. Which is a natural wonder that Niagara is. And I think we're... Yeah, we got a little bit of a complex. Identity crisis in Niagara. One of the best places in the world to live. Up next... Dana Larson. I have been waiting for this for a while. Dana Larson is Sensible BC. It's 420. Dana Larson running a campaign, a failed campaign on the legalization of it out in BC. We're talking about weed. Right after this on 610 CKTB. Them Indiana boys on them Indiana night, yeah. She moved here at the age of 18. Blew the boys away, she was more than they seemed. We was introduced and my boat started talking, but I gotta keep moving on, yeah. is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 61010. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin. Happy 420 to you. April 20th at 420 today. You'll be burning down 420 Highway. I don't know. Dana Larson's on the phone with me, Sensible BC. Dana Larson, thanks for taking the time on a holiday weekend. I appreciate it. 
Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, welcome. It seemed appropriate. Now, tell me about the failed campaign, or maybe I'm describing it as one, only because the the goal wasn't reached. We didn't get it legalized. What, where are you focusing your efforts now? Well, Sensible BC was originally an effort to try to force a referendum here in British Columbia by gathering enough signatures uh, to, f- to force a vote on the issue. Uh, provinces can't fully legalize, but any province can effectively decriminalize possession simply by telling their police to stop spending any money on going after uh, marijuana users. But in British Columbia, we actually are one of the leaders in the country in terms of how many possession arrests are made every year. Not in Vancouver, but in the rest of the province, it's uh, quite heavily enforced. So we tried to get signatures. We got over 200,000, which would have got us on the ballot in most parts of the world that have referendum systems, but not here in B.C., but we're still very busy. Uh, Sensible BC is uh, quite an active group. And we've got municipal elections coming up across the province this fall. And that'll be our focus uh, for the next uh, few months, is uh, working to re-elect friendly mayors and defeat unfriendly ones. And, uh, yeah, that's our focus for, for the year. Dana Larson's my guest. Sensible BC is the group. Dana, do you know of any pockets of local government that have decided to tell their police force, don't ticket it? Well, Vancouver is a good example. Uh, in the city of Vancouver, uh, they, they really make marijuana possession a very low priority. And there's also about 30 medical marijuana dispensaries around the city. And uh, the city's taken a very uh, a good attitude towards those places and let them stay open. And that's what we need uh, across the province and across the country. Uh, people always think of this as a federal law, and it's true that it is federal, but the provinces and municipalities have a huge role to play. And in some cities and towns, you can't open up a seed shop or a bong shop, and in other ones, uh, you can, and they're much more tolerant. And marijuana possession, uh, rates of marijuana possession charges also vary drastically across the country, uh, depending on which city or town you're in. So municipalities and city governments have a huge role to play, and Vancouver is an excellent example of that. Dana Larson is my guest. He's the head of the group Sensible BC in BC. Dana, tell me a little bit about the glut the supposed glut, I don't know if I saw an article that you wrote, but now here the Supreme Court said, okay, the Conservatives uh, striking this uh, production law for personal consumption down is not a constitutional, or I don't know if it's a constitutional argument, but that was struck down. So now the April 1st deadline has come and passed where you're supposed to burn all the weed that you grew and, or, or, uh, and then buy it from the state. Now, I understand there's been maybe 20 approvals from you know commercial grow ops while the the personal production still continues are we actually going to see a glut of weed on the market well there's a lot going on and this is a very confusing situation but certainly prices have been dropping out here in bc over the last couple of years and i think they're going down all across canada as well and part of that is the increased uh, personal production that so many people are allowed to grow their own cannabis. And as you're, you're right, they were going to get rid of that April 1st, and they were forced not to by an injunction. I think another part of the equation as to why prices are dropping in Canada is the American market. And that's that a lot of Canadian-grown cannabis was heading down across the border. But since now we've got 20 American states that have legalized medical marijuana and two with fully legal marijuana, there's not as much interest in smuggling BC bud across the border, and so that's bringing the prices down here. All these factors together are going to continue to result in lowered prices and uh, and more plentiful cannabis for Canadians, I think, over the next few years. What's the economic benefit look like locally for you and then right across the country? 
Well, cannabis is one of the biggest industries in British Columbia, maybe the biggest industry, certainly in the top few, and it's also in the top ten across Canada as well. Uh, and, and a lot of that is because of prohibition, of course. Under a fully legalized market, I would expect to see the prices drop quite substantially. There'd still be a lot of room for revenue for the government through taxation, even with, with much lower prices. But, of course, the other part of the savings will be that people who are using cannabis don't have to spend so much money on it, so they can spend money on other things as well. Uh, but legalization needs to see the price of cannabis drop quite substantially in order for it to work. Uh, if we continue to want to charge people 5 to $10 a gram for this plant under legalization, that's going to allow the black market to continue to exist. What do you, if you had a crystal ball, you have worked inside and outside of government lobbying, what do you think is the path that we'll take on this finally? Well, I mean, I think legalization is going to happen, but whether it's in a couple of years or a couple of decades is hard to say. You know, in the 1970s, people thought marijuana was about to be legalized. We had the Ladane Commission. We had American states voting to decriminalize, and it seemed inevitable, and yet a whole generation's gone by, and we haven't changed anything at all. So, uh, but Trudeau was talking about legalization, you know, I'm not so naive to think they'll do it without pressure, but as long as Harper's in there, I don't think we're going to see the laws fully change in Canada. With a change in government, uh, I think things can change in Canada, especially because things are changing in the U.S., and it's U.S. pressure that really has kept Canada uh, keeping marijuana illegal for so long. Dana Larson is my guest. How does everyone get a hold of you today on uh, 420, Dana, if they want to support your cause out in B.C.? Well, we're going to be down at the Vancouver Art Gallery. There's going to be probably 30,000 people down there for our 19th wow. annual 420 celebration. 420 on 420? It's going to be huge. You see the huge cloud of smoke coming up as everybody lights up their joints. And what's unique about our event as well, it's a marijuana farmer's market. There's a lot of cannabis for sale uh, on tables with big bags of different varieties available. Uh, so that's quite special, I think, having that available for people who, uh, who want to try out some different varieties. It's uh, going to be a great day. For a harmless plant, man, putting it up against alcohol, man, there's no comparison as far as, you know, if you're looking to chill. But, I mean, all drugs are bad, but uh, if you... So if, one, if there was 30,000 people down to the art gallery all drinking their faces off, like they're going to be smoking pot, you can guarantee there'd be a there'd lot. There'd be trouble. Dana Larson, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. We'll chase you down in a couple months and get an update. I really appreciate it. Though on 420 today seemed appropriate. Hey, thank you so much. Anytime. Yeah. Hey, it's great. Dana Larson. Awesome. Happy 420 to you. Happy Easter Sunday. All right. You asked for it. We'll go back local. We've been heavy on the interviews lately. we got two hours today. I'll give you some time. Got a couple things we want to hit on. The bridge is out. Was I one of the last people to walk across that thing today? They're going to close it down to pedestrian traffic next. Take your calls on that. We're going to pimp next week. Jessica Wilson, winner of Pitbull's contest. After Haji and Lori and Camp scooped me after she won the freaking Seacrest concert contest. Yeah, she played live. I'm not going to let her cover that song. I'm going to say, you got to go all original. You're not playing that Pitbull song. I hate that song now. I had to listen to it too many times. Jessica Wilson's in live next week. 
Open phones next right here on the Jim Bennett Show on 610 CKTV. The Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at Jim Fannin, they are Miser Dally, Mr. Dollar, Mr. Dally, Mr. Dolly, Miser Dally, Jay Ash, Kai Lamb, Graham Morley, Jay Beatty. So Jay Ash is related to Ash Bush Schultz from USS. Kai Lamb, he must be from the funeral homes. Uh, Morley, that's John Morley's son that uh, was a realtor that went down to Florida and didn't come back. Jay Beatty's got to be related to Brian Beatty at the region. None of that is true. 905-688-2582. They'll be in at quarter to the hour for a quick 10-minute segment with the band. Celebrating 420 the right way here at the White House of Pot. Happy Easter Sunday. Next segment, we'll give you the lowdown. One of the rock stars was saying, oh, nice. Nice lead on the hemp oil. I had no idea. That'll be my gift to you today. We'll give you a little 101, an essential fatty acid for dummies. What can you do to get feeling good again? Drop some weight. Kick the depression. Get a good tan. Seriously. 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. Right now we go open phones. 
if you want to get in on the Burgoyne Bridge and what's going down. We broke it Friday here. Pile driving stopped 10 days ago. Official word came from the region. We're just shutting it down for Easter. Wrong. There are a bunch of homes down on Hainer Street that were approached by the region. Most of them said, beat it. We don't want that offer. It's not enough. It wasn't expropriation. Some property did get expropriated. And some of them got big dough. But when the region came, and I don't know the difference or why they didn't get expropriated, those pro- you know, those link town homes that are stay- staggered going down the hill at the end of Hainer Street? Yeah, those ones. Reportedly, I haven't confirmed this yet, their foundations started to separate, crack. I haven't seen that yet, but I do know that when the pile driving started, a resident that I did contact that lives down there, who did turn down the money from the region, called Harry Schlang himself and said, I'll take the deal. Get me and my kid out of here. Now, they closed the bridge. So thank God for 610 CKTV, I guess. Breaking the story, and do you think we had something to do with it? Just a simple call to go, hey, you think something more is going on here? No, 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 we're just shutting down for Easter. Wait a second. Closed. Just give me the straight goods, man. The clip here, Butko's work in the story came in today. He was the one that broke the story this morning. The bridge is closed. Nicely done. Lewis Butko. Lewis Butko ran the board last week, for crying out loud. Jack of all trades. Coming up. Quote here. The contractor was working, installing the deep foundations in. During the installations of the deep foundations, we identified areas of concern where there is some soil settlement. Specifically around the existing force main and the pumping station that's down there. So we put the contractor on hold until we investigate it further, and further investigations have identified the possibility of basically causing a liquefaction of the overlying soil of the hardtail, which in theory could put additional stresses and loads on the piles of the existing bridge. I heard someone reports, too, of some infrastructure problems, too, with the sewers. So more will develop on that. But the main thing is, is if you're coming downtown, this is going to... You know when you forget and you drive all the way there and you're like, ah, and it's too late, you're stuck in it? Don't come downtown and expect to get over the Burgoyne Bridge if you're driving. It's not happening. And... Applause. If the thing's not safe, then good on you. It's about time we shut it down. But if you're going to have an engineer going to come down there, it's got to take them months to do a study like that, won't it? I don't know. Maybe if it's that bad, maybe they can just condemn it right off the bat. Chuck in St. Catharines, you're on with the Jim Fannin Show. Hello. Hey, Chuck. How you doing? Good, you? Uh, not too good. 
for months now I've been uh, after these people, our wonderful regional councillors, to do something about this bridge. I'm one of the, the wonderful neighbours that has to put up with this stuff that's going on right now. Are you on Hainer Street? No, I'm just across from Hainer Street. Okay. I'm, I'm considered one of the people that it's not affecting. I'm 50 feet away from Hainer Street. Oh, and who's considering that it's not affecting you, the region? Yeah. I got it. Yeah. So they, they said to me that... Uh, well, your house is on the other side of the street. It's not going to affect you at all. But uh, as I've seen, my house has been shaken like everybody else in the last uh, couple of weeks, months, whatever it has been. And it's ironic that uh, the bridge is closed because I expected this to happen. You know, they were told when the highway went through uh, in, what, the 80s? The engineers at that time told them, you should replace this bridge. It's due to go right now. And what did they do? Nothing. They listened to nobody. They put millions of dollars into a bridge that should have been replaced over 20 years ago. And then they allowed us wonderful people to build all brand new houses down here. And now they want to condemn us all. And what do they want to do for us? Give us below market value and say, sorry, but your luck, suckers. So you weren't eligible to take a, they didn't come to you and make an offer or did they? (laughs) No. Yeah. So there was only a few properties that are immediately in the, in the way of it, and I guess, yeah, they would have been in the way of it whether they would demolish the bridge or not, I guess. Well, the fact is, what were they doing the whole time that everybody was building down here? Where was where was all this so-called planning that these, these people in the city of St. Catharines in the region were supposed to be doing? What were they doing? Just months before they started the project, the contractor was going to build eight more houses. Mm. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, don't do that. Here's a million dollars. Walk away. Yeah, they would have figured they had a heads up, especially if there's previous studies. Now now the concern is, and again, I don't want to sensationalize this, but if there's problems with the structure, you know, up until this point, and they've only driven, they've driven in, I don't know, three or four or five, not very many of these pieces of steel down in the earth. They've got 400 to go. Exactly. There's no way that bridge is going to stay standing there while they drive all this metal in, in below bedrock. And now the question is, I'm starting to see on my social media, should they, like, is it safe for the 406? They should close the 406 underneath it. Well, well, there's there's a question we have to ask, isn't it? And what are they going to do now? And to begin with, when we went through this whole process with them, it was a complete joke. They, they kept having these, these meetings where they said, well, you know, come and talk to us if you have any concerns. Well, those of us that did, they just sat there and gave us this stupid smile and did nothing, didn't listen to a word we said, and just had their own plan, their own thing they were going to do. Bang, they did it, and now exactly what happened. They screwed up. Interesting. Well, hopefully they get it right, and if it's a safety concern, Chuck, I really appreciate your time on the phone today. Resident down off the Hainer Street area who's considered outside the affected area. (laughs) Wow. Man, when you're driving 100 feet into the ground, I would think that the affected area might be more than that. Wondering if this bridge is safe at all. You know, somebody just mentioned, and again, this is my opinion, but floated the idea, the the 406 should be shut down too. Interesting take. Happy 420. This is All Pot Radio. I am the doctor.
coming up next. I'm going to give you my 420 gift, which is what doing a shot of hemp oil every day will fix. We will take your calls, and then a quarter to... These guys have been genius today. Thanks, Camp's doing a great job micing these guys up. Miser Dally. Tall man. The, the name of the band sucks. It doesn't roll off my mouth nice. Go back to Mrs. J. Former members of Mrs. Johnston. You might have seen these guys around. They got some game. They're playing live bumpers. We're going to talk to them at quarter two after this. Why should you be eating your essential fatty acids in the form of hemp oil every day on 610 CKTB? is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 61010. Today is the only day you will. It's the only life back to shake my head. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin. Happy 420. Okay, so if vaporizing isn't smoking, right? All these fake cigarette guys are out there now. They're vaping up all over the place. That's not, it's, I can't believe they're letting them get away with this steam little vapor. It's got nicotine in it, I guess. I don't know. They're taking a hit. We're going to get a new law for the vapes? My question is, if you can vape indoors at work, 
And you got a medical certificate? Can we vape in the booth today with camps? Get that place hotboxed? I walked in. It's These guys sound really good. And the, the, the studio is like a theater, sound-wise. It's just got a great acoustic. So I walk in, and I'm catching the bumper after I go off air. And we got the, the shade turned down. So we can take some photos and some video. We'll upload that later to YouTube and the Facebook page. But I walk in and I swear I saw a haze. You know, we got some good reggae music going. It's 420. Back in the days, there would have been a cigarette haze. But my lies were playing a trick. But wishful thinking. (laughs) 905-688-2582. If you got something to offer the show, we hit a couple things today. Obviously, the bridge is out. If you come to downtown... And you're driving a car, you will not get across Burgoyne Bridge. More from that from us first. You can guarantee it. Lewis Butko broke the story today at five o'clock coming to coming to work. Tweeted it right off the bat. I picked up the story Friday that they stopped pile driving. Got the official word, not much more from that, but I'm gonna get with these contractors. I'm telling you, we're going down the manch, we're gonna kill a sandwich and some Pepsi Colas. So we hit on that. We hit on 420. Talked to Dana Larson. We hit on what a great community Niagara is and why do we undersell ourselves so much. We got an identity crisis in Niagara, it seems like. Maybe I'm just adding to it. One of the greatest places in the world, obviously, but that's southwestern Ontario. If you're an hour from Toronto, talk to me about a better deal in real estate and a safer, well-lit, Community, quality of life has got to stand for something. I think we need to go on a quality of life campaign. Market ourselves. You know, if that's what it is, the baby boomers are retiring, then that's what we do. We market it to the baby boomers and blow the population up, get our property values up, build a better tax base and better quality of life, and a go train, damn it. That's a big piece of the puzzle. We know that. I want to give you a little gift on 420 here. Spoken about it a couple times before, but, you know, the guys in the band were just saying, yeah, hemp oil, eh? Yeah. If you've got an old dog that's ready for retirement and it's not getting around too well, well, the pet industry, this has got to be huge as well. Horses. First, you notice it in your hair, your skin, and your nails. And that takes about three days. Well, it's just like anything else. You eat a Big Mac, you feel like hell. Bad food. Eat at home, eat a good home-cooked meal, probably eat a lot more of it, but at least you don't get that that feeling you just ate a toxic substance of some kind. Ruins your health right off the bat, forget long-term. Same can be said for the beautiful hemp seed. When you shell the hemp seed, it becomes hemp hearts, hemp nut. Technically, it's a fruit. It makes a nice milk. Goes on salad, you pop it on anything, don't heat it up because it's loaded in the good oils, the oils that heal you, not the trans fats. We've done a lot since Udo Erasmus's book. Man, 25 years ago, the fats that heal, the fats that kill. The fats that kill, we've taken out of our diet. We've demonized them. Trans fats are history, pretty much. At least we know when we're eating them. Not like GM foods. 
But the other fat, the fats that heal, the essential fatty acids, we are not putting back in our diet unless your wife or someone's got you on an omega-3 supplement. But that's not it. You need an omega-3, 6, 7, and 9. 3, 6, 9 in perfect balance is good. 7, now we're finding out, is important. I heard that on the Julie Beaver show today at 8 o'clock or 8.30. Omega-7 now, they discovered in 2008. Essential fatty acids are good for you. It's the building blocks of your cellular membrane construction and health, period. We are not eating them. You can be eating them if you're eating a lot of hemp hearts because they're high in oil content, or you're shooting hemp oil every day, or you're on a marine supplement, what I would, which I, I wouldn't recommend because then you end up with a 6-9 deficiency and high levels of 3. They need to be balanced out. So hemp oil is your 420 gift from me today. Get down to your local supermarket or health food store. Try and find it in a glass bottle if you can. Good luck with that. But either way, just a shot of this, and it doesn't taste bad. It's not like the fish oil. It's a deep, dark, green, clear oil. Tastes good. I've never seen a dog, ah, the first they go over, you put it on a plate for a dog, they go over, they lick it, they look at you, and like, what the hell? You've never tasted it before. There's another gift I can give you. How many times do you try a food, and oh, I've never tasted that before, and you'll keep eating it because it tastes good. Never seen a dog that doesn't go back to it, to, to lick it, to walk away and go, yeah, it's oily. They go back and they're like, yeah, I'm going to finish this right up. But if you got an old dog that's not moving so well, two to three weeks, their metabolism a little bit faster. Same in the horses. In about two weeks, you can see their coat go slick and sleek and their their hooves are better health. They recover faster as athletes. The sporting, it's got to be a huge Thing in sports right now. Forget supplements, anabolic steroids, and such. Essential fatty acids. Get on it. Feel better. First, you notice it in your skin and your hair. But I mean, everything. It's the best thing that you can take immediately after a heart attack or a stroke. I wish the doctors would clue into this. The recovery rate for people that are jammed with hemp oil and omega fatty acids after a heart attack or a CVD is unbelievable. Arthritis. Depression. For crying out loud, they did a double-blind study where giving kids high doses of essential fatty acids, food, basically, got them off Ritalin. Got them to settle the hell down. PMS. Forget that. MS. The whole menstrual cycle. Menopause. Men. That should be enough for you to head down right now to your local health food store and get your wife a bottle of hemp oil. It helps everything. All right. We got one more segment in the can. Went back to two hours this week again. Lots of time. Appreciate the guests and the love. The expertise of Greg Campagna on the board. And these guys, Miser Dally. Up next, find out where they're at, what they're up to, where they come from, where they're going, right here on 610 CKTV. It's a chemical factory in my head.
watching and they got a my night call. Forget about the sessions you already did. When you're living in a world of sisters out of fall. It's got me thinking about a new five day, a new five day alteration. To say you would less than your falsified wage. Depictions of the fourth place remind me where I ought to go. So I work all night on the California sage. is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin. Happy 420 to you. Easter Sunday. It is 151 on a beautiful sunny day in downtown St. Catharines. Miser Dally is in the booth. Rock stars are lighting it up. Nicely done. Jay Ash, Kai Lamb. Graham Morley, Jay Batty. I just told lies about all you guys who were supposedly related to people I know, and I just yeah, so. <laughs> tell us, guys, where are you from? What are you doing? What are you up to? Where, where can we catch you, man? Solid beats. Uh, catch us here right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll back. we'll be out back it. in about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we don't have many gigs coming up, man. We got one on May tenth in the falls, then spring delicious, and then spring spring delicious. Where's May tenth? We're not even quite completely certain yet. Okay, you it's got a gig? It's that fresh. We got a gig. Yeah, it's that fresh. Stay tuned to Facebook to yeah. find out. <laughs> yeah, we've, right. we've really just been kind of living underground for a couple of years and getting a, a record together. Nice. We're going with Beatty, actually, in Tangerine Studios. Now, what's the deal with you guys crossing over in different acts? Am I to think that one of these guys is going to die? Like Theater <laughs> Crisp is going to die? Or no, can you, you guys could no. try to recruit Beatty likes to live pretty dang. Like, I don't know. He's... We're worried about him dying sometimes. <laughs> 
And now tell me, it's a demotion to bass, right? I seen you make a guitar talk. Uh, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. I, uh, the bass is a lot funner because it's it's easier for sure. But it, I can just lose my mind and tear and jump like a maniac. And never still used be able to see you as a bassist. I've seen yeah. mostly on a, on, with Theater Crisp, mostly guitar. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I, I love I love Flea style. I I. I mean, yeah, we can hear that chili playing. peppers. I'm not naked playing, but I'm definitely got the flea jump maniacisms going on. So yeah, yeah, but bass, no, no demotion, same thing. Guitar, love it. Bass, love it. It's all, all, it's right. all good to me. Where are you guys from? Mostly Nag on the lake. Really? I mean, yeah, we all kind of grew up together. Okay. Me, Kyle, and Jason, and then Jay Ash was uh, living in Welland. But all around the same age. Uh, yeah, we okay. all grew up. And yeah, Kyle music. and I are cousins. Okay. So we've known each other since birth. These, <laughs> these guys have known each other yeah. since they were younger. Me and Graham, me, Jay, and Graham. <laughs> me, Jay. <laughs> we've been playing together since we were like 14, I think, actually. So we, we kind of hold down a rhythm section pretty well. And then you two yeah. can just sing together because you've been born together. So then Beatty was my neighbor. Yeah, I lived down the street. We so just fade, eh? Graham and uh, Graham's mom and my dad worked together forever. I mean, St. David's, all, represent. Yeah, St. David's school. So talk to me about the ele- uh, the evolution of a band, right? Because you, you drop a guy and all of a sudden that's not you can't have that band anymore. You guys well, have accomplished under another we, brand we name still. that you spent a lot of time marketing. And I'm like, what are you doing? You can't change your name, man. <laughs> Stick with the name. You know, it's, it's not even uh, that it's, it's the same band. I mean, Mrs. Johnston... Every you know, every now and then we we'll still get together, and and it's not uh, anything like that. Everybody just kind of started to get new new flavors, right? New styles, and and what ended up happening was we just all kind of took another path, but we all still have that that collective group still, right? Like right. it's not like they're you'll ever be gone, but uh, everybody's kind of put more focus on to to what they're uh, they're now really. You know, I just I don't get how that. with the hours that you guys have to rehearse and practice how you can do it with two separate bands or two separate genres even. Yeah. Hey, you live for time. it, man. This is what if we do. If you love doing it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you'll find a way, right? Find a way. You learn how to live. <laughs> broke maybe, too. Maybe broke. Uh, not much sleep, you know. Just, hey, but hell of a time. Now, talk to me. You were talking about like the old days when people used to go out and spend money. I mean, I would have went down to the mansion house last night. Broken yeah. Liar was down there. I think they finished the show. Oh, great band. Uh, oh, yeah. Pri- Pri- I haven't seen them. Uh, X-Prime. I have seen Another them great many band. times. X-Prime. You know, but 10.30, quarter to 11, I'm, like, I'm on my couch today and you know what? I'm not getting dressed or showering and going downtown <laughs> It's now. hard. I don't even want to show up sometimes and I got to play. Yeah. You're not, you're not home till late and, you know, so... I don't know how it's changed, but certainly the music industry is alive and well in Niagara Falls and St. Catharines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the lake, you know? There's yeah. subtle differences between the scenes, but, I mean, everybody's doing their thing. Everybody's going out there and playing, and I think that's what we got to do. Just go out and play music and just keep it alive. Now, you guys are... How glad are you that 97.7's brought back Rock Search? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very glad. Three songs you get to put together? Uh, yeah, we, we were just... Uh, couple, uh, last week or the weekend before, we jumped in the, in the Beatty studio and laid down a couple tunes just so we could apply for it. That's still evolving, I think. We don't have dates on that. or Three yeah, songs you put yeah, forward well, to these guys? We're going we're mm-hmm. to be going and laying down, I mean, 14 tracks for an album, but uh, these ones we just wanted to want to get um, done. Nice, okay. decent sounding. Where are you recording your stuff? With Beatty actually up in the falls at Tangerine, okay. Tangerine Records. It's, uh, it's under Rick Rose. Rick Rose is... Uh, Rick Rose! The man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's helped all of us out a lot. 
him and Beatty have built uh, built a studio together now, and uh, working on a label and. Just uh, jumping in there. Beautiful, beautiful place. Oh, <laughs> love beautiful it. Place. Now, I ask all the bands this, and it's probably more a political question, one maybe you don't have the answer to, so that's why I ask it. What do you? What can we do as a as a community, as a, a municipality, I'm talking politically, to help you guys out? What have you found as the, you know, some of the hurdles, and how can we do a better job marketing you guys to the, to the greater masses? See, for me... I mean, for me, I'd like to... It's tough, obviously, because everybody's looking to make a bit of money. But for us, for shows, I mean, most of the time, we're just happy to get, like, a beer tab and, you know, whatever, 50 bucks gas if it's far away. But I would rather not have tickets. I'd rather just say, hey, free show, go on, bar makes money off Mm -hmm. everyone who comes, you know, and, like, the promoters can whatever, sort something out with that, but... The, the tickets I find uh, a lot of times, especially you got bands, bigger bands, but it's like. Now, who who usually takes the gate? Who takes the door? The owner of the band, or you split it's it? It's usually or? through a promoter. Promoter, yeah. Promoter. Okay. And then there's some awesome promoters <coughs> around here. We got Indoor Shoes. Yeah. Right? Tamar, he kills Man. it always. He sees who uh, set up the last show just on Friday. How'd that go? Awesome. Oh. Detour's awesome. bringing in a lot of people, eh? Detour oh, yeah. is, and a lot of there's going to be some cool new stuff. I'm not going to say anything because. Pretty fresh too, but uh, some cool new things happening with the detour, and it's it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be the place. It's to becoming play. like a new, a new music hall in St. Catharines, yeah, right? Because most of the places here are bars, yeah. and this place is more geared towards just being a music hall. Yeah, it's good to have a home somewhere, you know. Like a lot of places have closed over the years uh, as we've been playing, and uh, it's just good to see someone putting money into something that's underground FM. Gonna get some attention. Good tune, man. <laughs> I'm pimping you guys hard. On Facebook. <laughs> Check the show out later on the podcast. It'll be up in about 25 minutes. If you missed anything, you can get back to it. Thank you, Greg Campania. Bye bye. Run on board, making my voice sound nice. Whoop, yep, yep. Sorry we didn't get to all your text messages today. We have a lively couple hours here. Up next, Jessica Wilson is next week. She will not be playing Pitbull's Timber, I promise you. I am Jim Fannin. This is 610 CKTB. I'm out.